Let's go. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. Today, we have an extra special guest. There will be three voices on the podcast tonight. We've got me, Kathleen. We've got Julia, returning host. And we've got special guest, Margaret, who is a best friend of the pod and also sister-in-law to Julia and also to me as well. You know, that's how it goes. By so, um, today we're talking episode 10, season 45, How Am I the Mobster? Now, I'm going to throw it to Margaret um, so you can listen to a voice that's not ours for once. <laughs> and she's going to tell you about her survivor dumb and how she's seen way more seasons than us. Uh, so go ahead. What's up, girl? Well, hi. I'm so excited to be here. This has been a long time coming, as you both know, and I'm sure every listener knows. I've been here in the ether, whether they knew me or not. Uh, <laughs> but my Survivor Dem, season one, obviously life changing. I was probably in like what sixth grade. Was it two thousand? Something it was a while. Like yeah, something like that. Like Sounds that. right. Who's to know? Richard, the first naked man I ever saw. Not that I saw him <laughs> actually naked, but that was jarring i don't think my parents knew what they were signing up for when they let us watch um and i remember q102 played a live in la vida loca searching for tapioca remix I that was that. fun I don't know what that is but Me neither. I oh you never watched season one no only alex has alex is the only one i don't think i knew this mm. i've seen a few episodes with her and it cemented that I'm not going to watch that anytime soon. It's just so grainy but it's so crazy it's yes and it's a totally <laughs> different of show the- and game the graphics aren't good enough for you. The quality is not good enough. <laughs> all for of you. the all of the challenges are made with like twine and wood. Like they <laughs> like chiseled. Jeff chiseled it himself out of like soap and stuff. Like they couldn't afford. It was it great. Anymore. I mean, it wasn't great. It was what it was. But mm-hmm. there was a woman who tapioca was like the coconuts of that season. Like the Ew. thing they could find in the forest to eat. And she mm-hmm. just kept going searching for tapioca. And she had this really grainy voice i don't even know where her accent was from maybe it, it was Sue? boston mm-hmm. okay and so q102 philly peeps represent q102 mm. would play live in la vida loca but it would cut from ricky martin is that yeah. his name yeah okay i just yeah. brain farted to her going up searching for tapioca and it was was like, she singing it on no, the island they just oh. like had somebody doing an impression Auto-tune. of her voice yeah Listen, um, this is how? the marketing they need now. Yes. That was when it was Relevant. monoculture. Yeah. Everyone in the world was mm-hmm. watching this totally, show. It totally. was the first reality show. Um, and then, anyway, very into it for probably my middle school seasons. So the first sure. three, four. And then lost it in high school, most of college. Came back to it post-college when I met a group of friends in New York who were still hardcore into it and used to like sing the theme song on the bus, like on their (laughs) way to school. They were psychos. Some of them have applied every single year. One went on his honeymoon to Fiji to take a video on the beach and his wife did the wrong recording angle. (laughs) Wasn't good. Amateur (laughs) move. Anywho, they got me back into it. We started a league and it started pretty small probably like six or seven of us. And then it grew to a sizable enough amount that like there was real money on the line. And now it's just spiraled out of control. And you're yes. both part of it. Alex mm-hmm. is part of it. I've made my husband join. My cousin joined. A random friend of mine from college's high school friend who I saw on Instagram post about <laughs> Survivor. I invited him. You're like, slide to the DM. decision yeah. in retrospect. 
Um, I've hosted some virtual survivor games back in the early COVID days. I okay. ran do that again. a whole, yeah. Oh, it was wonderful. Um, I was the host, which was my favorite part. And then I was a player and it stressed me out too much. And I learned mm. a lot about myself mm. and how I would fare on a season. Sure. And boy, I think I am a merge girl, a media jury. Okay. You're Kelly. Oh, yeah. I think I'd wow. make it to the merge. I'm not hated enough mm-hmm. to get immediately voted out. I'm not enough of a physical threat that I'd immediately be. Mm. I guess early on, you get yeah. carried along. I think I'm good enough. I would perform well enough yeah. in challenges. They wouldn't want to get rid of me. But I'm not a good liar. Mm-hmm. I want to people please. I'd immediately get caught double timing everyone. Mm-hmm. Sure. Somebody would get pissed and off I go to have my quesadilla and lobster and wine. And Is that Ponderosa? Quesadilla, lobster? You've heard that? No, like all of those things. Okay. They, always, they don't no, do Ponderosa sure. YouTubes anymore, but when they did, everybody would order like 10 things on the menu and eat them I all. I would die to see them. I'm like, I'm wanting, I'm seeing the chemistry right now of our jurors. Like they're getting a lot of airtime during the tribals. And I'm like, give me that show. Like I want to see, because they're so like. good. They, I don't know why they stopped doing it because it would be this amazing, like they get voted off. They go to the tent with Dr. Joe. They get weighed. They see how much weight they lost. Dr. Joe themselves. Hot. Yeah. They see themselves in the mirror for the first time and they do this like weird. Okay. That's why. Body dysmorphia moment. That's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we're we're in woke days and like we're yeah, not doing the mirror right. thing anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, also probably, probably because there's no longer like sponsored by Samsung or like. Charmin mm-hmm. or like they just don't have anyone. Wait. Um speaking of them. speaking of sponsorships, in the one I just watched, I think it was Pearl Islands, one of the guys just like won a car and he came yeah. in like fifth. I was Wait. like, what the fuck is this? I want to talk to you about this because one of the things I said when we were watching last night's episode was is there a curse for the person who wins the ultimate sanctuary overnight? Mm. And I was Googling survivor curses and there is a car curse, which they used to gift people a car, but the person who won the car never actually won the whole season. Wow. I'm kind of glad it happened that way though. They don't need a million dollars yeah. and a car. No. Well, except one person did. Then they okay, broke so the curse. So it's not a curse. So then it's no. not a curse. Okay. No, but it was. Okay, but, okay wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's bring it to episode 10 because this was an excellent episode, I thought. It was the oh! best one of the season, for sure. It was the be- one of the best in the new era. I, again, haven't seen 42, but 41, 43, 44, 45. This was my favorite, probably, because I was laughing. We were welling up. I We had our Survivor thing last night. We were all many drinks deep. So I definitely had to do a rewatch today because there were some things I missed. <laughs> I as well. But we were fully enjoying it. Margaret, what did you think of the episode? Loved. Loved. I think back when they were hyping up the premiere, like season 45, such a big deal, they were taking out like an insane amount of commercial space on like big network stuff, more than I typically saw. It seemed like they were going hard in the paint for this season. And then the first episode aired and it was crickets like very kitschy everybody was kind of a caricature i didn't like the vibe of any of them yeah we've been calling it it survivor drag yeah exactly Mm. exactly that it fell so flat and then slowly but surely it's become like 
not only a redemption arc season, but like individuals are having redemption arcs in real time. Like Emily was the first, obviously, went from who the hell is this girl to her having that moment with Caleb where she clicked into being a human from a robot. And that was amazing. And it's just gotten better and better and better for her. Bruce has been my most hated person. And then he, all of a sudden, I kind of started to feel for him this episode. Don't get me wrong. I'm not rooting for him, but they managed to make me invested in everyone. Mm. And that is not something that I saw coming. And this episode really, I learned everyone's names fully this episode, if that makes sense. Like I've known their names, but I can rattle Mm. them off now, you know? Mm -hmm. You get to that point in any reality show where it's not like, oh, the one who fill in the blank and then you can piece it together. Maybe it's because they have them in the opening credits again. Which is could be. yes. I think for Jewel and I, since we have this podcast, we have to know their names. True, true. we yeah. learn real fast. And and in episode one, I was referencing. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? And then obviously some stick, some don't. But yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying because there's been seasons I've binged where I'm like, the first ten episodes, I'm like, I don't actually know anyone's names. So I'm like, that blonde girl, that brunette mm-hmm. boy, yeah, you know, <laughs> certainly this that is- annoying person. Etc. We're solidified now. We're at that point in the season. And I care about care is the wrong word. I don't care about all of them, but I I'm invested in every storyline in some capacity. I have feelings about all of them now, which I didn't before this. We got a lot of new backstory, too. Like, I feel like for a Mm -hmm. while we were not. Julie was just kind of along for the ride. Mama J. Katura was just kind of there. They weren't getting a lot of airtime. And we got like we got a Katora heavy episode, which I was here for. Really tough when I was making notes on my phone and the spell check never wanted to land on Katora and kept doing other things. I spent half my time retyping her name, but I got it in there a lot. She's got a lot of as she deserves. So I was going to say at the beginning of this episode, after the credits scene or whatever, the opening, whatever that's called, scene, opening credits. The Mama J moment of her crying. And just being so the, the the game taking a toll on her, I was like, this is the most sincere moment of the entire series. I needed more of this. And then it just kept happening and happening and happening. Okay. And I was like, why are they all bunched in this episode? Like, why couldn't we have spread some of this out? It just made this episode excellent. But it was like, I feel like, like you said, I this. haven't gotten to know them until this episode. Right. So okay. upon second rewatch, I... Took it upon myself to do a cry count. Oh, yes. Let's so I'm going to test you guys. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, who do you think in this episode cried the most? And, and I'm talking like individual instances, like scenes. I feel like Mama J. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah. Okay. I'm go Mama J. I'm going Katora. Okay. Coming in with. One, two, three, four separate fearful events. Mama J. Okay. Makes sense. And they were uh, all good. I love Mama yeah, J. Right. And we'll talk strategy at the end we'll, with what they should have done or if what they if what Emily did was the right move. But I was going to be really sad if Mama J yeah. went home this episode, even though it's stra- strategically... They should have went after one of the Rebas, probably. Yeah. Mama mm-hmm. J is my winner pick. I think Mama J... When I watched some seasons, huh. like, okay, Token Cheens, which I just started and Julia's watching as well. Margaret's seen it. Uh, the old crazy lady in the first episode, who's Sandy, I think her name is. Yeah. 
I look at her as like, she's an older woman. She's maybe a liability and challenges. Mama J, I do not look at that way. Even though she's, her and Bruce are the oldest people. They're they two of the back strongest to back. people. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's wild. I love her. She's excellent. Yeah. So big episode for tears. Um, That might be my fixation. Just like everybody crying. The only, there are two people who did not cry. Give us the counts. Just rip them. Okay. The counts are um, with four at a highest cry count is Mama J. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in next with three cry count is Katura. Followed by two cry count, uh, a four-way tie between Drew, D, Emily, and Jake. And with a cry count of zero, Austin, Austin. and Bruce. The quivering I'm lips in this Bruce episode. Bruce didn't cry, but he w- he didn't. He was just feeling it hard. Yeah. No, it's sociopathic behavior. Yes. But <laughs> actually, J- Jake gave me a little bit more sociopath because I feel like he was looking around being like, I'm supposed to cry now. Okay, no, that is what happened in the reward challenge. When worst, Emily was one by cry. one picking people, everyone was like, okay, ham it up, ham it up. I got to cry. Yes. Where's the tears? Because they wanted also was D was giving me that too. Yes. D- Drew was faking it fully. 100%. Wait, Drew? I disagree. When she was picking for the reward challenge? I think they were forced. It was just like tears. all of a sudden he was crying and then they cut to her like, you have one more pick. And I was like, there. The editing, they tried to do him dirty with that. Oh by being like, look. These people are survivor stands. They know that she's going to pick three people to come. So they're yeah, all for sure. sobbing mm-hmm. for it. Which, I believe me, if you get to sleep somewhere, pillow, blanket. And let's just talk about how Jeff made it seem like he was teeing it up for more rewards, like something. And then he just pauses and everyone was like, oh. I hated that. It was so <laughs> anticlimactic and weird. It was so weird. The like cadence, he like ended on a like... Up and and a glass of wine, yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Uh huh." And and then he was like, "That's it. That's it." Oh, good. Oh, okay, Jeff. next. Great, ep- Let's great talk- episode for Jeff. Good, good Jeff mm-hmm. episode. Which are sorry, rare between. He's either I'm either completely indifferent to him or he makes me mad. So this was a good one because the Katura yeah. moment was good when with the water and stuff. But okay, let's talk about. And I'm going to throw it to you guys for this. Bruce lying about his idol, saying he gave it to <laughs> Kelly. What What do we think? Was that good? Was that it ever was going to land? It was so too late. Yeah. Like, he totally yeah. missed his chance to make that yep. stick. Terrible decision in going to Keturah with it. The girl hates him. Why did he think that was his, let me test this out, and she's my trusted friend? I get he's got a warped view of himself and he thinks everybody likes him and they don't, but that was wild. And he was just so late with it. I think there was no chance anyone believed it, but then Jake did, which was also crazy to me. When Jake was Drew and Austin, they were like, everyone on the boy beach was like, let's fucking ride. Yeah. The boys, when they found out from Jake, it's more understandable because maybe Jake's been sitting on this. Maybe this is just like, oh, this information's coming to me now because it's important. Jake, idiot. Love you. That's fair. That's fair. But to be fair, Bruce made the decision to actually tell Jake and lie to him and have him be the one with loose lips. Tell everyone. Like, Bruce was was aware enough of that. He just... It was never going to work. And then the fact that by the end of the episode, it was just fully a joke. And yeah. even Bruce knew nobody believed him <laughs> was just silly. So good. 
it made for great television. I was yes. here for it. I was like, thank you, Bruce. Like, try something. Try anything. I love to Katura. Bruce, like, trying to explain what he was doing and being like, you feel me? And Katura was like, no, no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. That was excellent. That was we were for the audience. It was so good. good. It was way too mm-hmm. late, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Margaret, I want to know, since you weeped at Emily winning at the auction and getting the cheese board, uh-huh. etc. Tell me about how you felt about her face when she won this reward challenge. Tell me you didn't cry. We were welling up. We, we were welled that up. That was mm-hmm. one of the more emotional moments I've ever seen from a win. Obviously, people have this like euphoric release. People get really emotional. They get overwhelmed. I never thought I would win. I always wanted this is my dream, blah, blah, blah. That is the most viscerally I have seen it painted across someone's face. And mm-hmm. And her arm, her whole body, just convulsing. It was heartbreaking and heartwarming all at the same time. And I loved it so much. And I cried again. Of course. The reaction of it, too, is so interesting you say that. Because I feel like most times people, like, throw the thing and they jump up in the air and they scream. Like, we saw Austin upon his win, like, do a backflip off of the dock into the water. Mm But her reaction was like she was still clinging onto it and shaking in a way that was like she did not want this ball to drop in case maybe they made a mistake. Like it was like that much disbelief that she's like, I, I, I don't need, I, I'm frozen. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful moment. Absolutely. I love her. Agreed. And the honestly, if you gun to my head, if you were to say Emily wins, who's she taking to sanctuary? I would not say ladies night because. No. Really? The ladies' night wasn't really anything strategic to me. They all, ju- they're just getting another non-rebound at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. this was truly like, felt like a friendship thing, but I don't think they're showing that to us as much as I would like for having 90-minute episodes. So I was pumped mm-hmm. about ladies' night, especially for what it gave us with the boys' camp <laughs> and the girls' camp. I thought that, I mean, the editing was the best, some Phenomenal. of the best I've seen. We were cackling. Okay. Excellent. But would you guys have thought girls night no and yeah, uh-uh. what i noted was when emily won she said on the way here everyone was telling her like we'll take you you haven't been to the sanctuary like we got you and she was so proud that she did it for herself yeah they never show us that so i wonder if it was like the girls were the ones saying that to her so she uh. felt like they were looking out for me let me repay the pay- favor but she then also said like as she was planning on it anyway so i'm not really sure it feels like there's more going on behind the scenes than we're getting in the edits mm-hmm. but i don't know but that was one I thing that i it. noted i wish they had shown us that piece yeah it just made it made for such great book ending of or like flipping between the two the like cross cuts were so good like them drinking wine and emily's like in her talking heads just holding a glass of sangria like it was perfect it It was was so good massive that was so great yeah and then like over to the guys which like let's hold let's have a moment for the boys edit because (laughs) oh my god it was genius yes they never do stuff like that it made it was so so good they had to pay for that song like they were yeah. like, yes, shell out. Let's We're buy. Good. Let's buy the rights to a Kenny Loggins song because Billy this makes it goofy fun. I wrote down because I loved it so much. What did Drew say about? Hold on, I'll find it. He said something about observing masculinity from an anthropological <laughs> distance. That's yes, what of it was. course. And it was, and oh, then they cut all. to him just yeah, doing was- the praying mantis version of flexing. It was. Mm-hmm. 
perfect. He's like, it I've never broed out. And it's like, what? We couldn't tell. What do you mean? <laughs> just saying like their version of growing out was like, yeah, bacon's pretty good. Oh my God. <laughs> the cuts were the smash cuts to them. Like high fiving, burping, walking around in flippers. <laughs> I was like, you guys are getting clowned on so hard in the best like most endearing most charming way that like mm-hmm. what's wrong with me that i think that this is cute i don't know something's wrong with with our society that this is cute it's amazing me, but it was but it very, was cute it was very little rascals slumber party scene where they cut oh, back and no. forth and they're like giggling and gossiping boogers and bugs and they just go back and forth about what the other party's yes. doing and it's exactly that. Just so wholesome and silly. And like the girls are crying and reading letters from home, drinking sangria. And the boys are tried, trying to be boys when really like Bruce is the only stereotypically masculine guy in the oh bunch. God. And the rest of them are just like, yeah. Uh, so good. That's an amazing comparison. Thank you. Amazing. I love um, that movie. Back to the girls day. So Katura ratting Bruce out immediately thoughts because everyone mm. is playing there's almost no one playing anything tight to the vest in in this everyone is except telling- for jake when he said yeah. no i'm not telling you information love that we'll get to it yeah. emily has been telling everyone everything as soon as like drew's name comes up she's like your name came up as soon as jake's name's come up, yeah. like, name came up bruce is like she's like bruce uh mama j is not with you doesn't and, like you i'm like what is she playing at she's just like Building favor for a jury or something. I like, think that's her she play. Is. Yeah. Yeah. She said it too. Like, I know this isn't going to change things for you, but I want them to know that I tried mm. to help them figure it out for themselves. And even has, who was it, Caleb, that she still voted for him, even though he was her closest ally? It was like, well, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway because this is ties. the best for my game. Yeah. I love that, that about smart. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think some of it is a mix of her robot analytical version that is saying i need to do this because this is the truth and this is the calculated way to win the game and in a warped way i think it is trying to be more human like she said i want to talk to jake like a human yeah but i love that this is what you're trying to do yeah you're making a conscious effort she's just not doing it 100 percent as a human would Yeah, I said earlier sure. that she speaks in ones and zeros. She only knows ones and zeros. And then, but, she, did, yeah. she didn't know math. That was the know, that was of the century. That well, was she was on the, the she short-circuited. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about the family letters because I really genuinely felt like all the letters were like really sweet and like sad and whatever. But then Emily's didn't quite <laughs> hit for me when she no. just like bought a house together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe I Especially, do want to be a wife. Oh, I did like. Wait, I yeah. did like that. Okay, it was, I like maybe that too. it was like, just so out of left field. I know, but her with the wine and what was the boyfriend's name? Beautiful. I don't know. Her being like, maybe Drew? Emily is in love. <laughs> Drew was it Basile? It's. I loved it. I, I thought it was yeah. so. I mean, that she is a human. I do agree that it's a little bit silly when it's like standing next to Katora's mom, who's yeah, Katora's mom, mom Mama J, Mama J's like divorce and and the letter from her brother and D like immigrant story. It's like it falls mm-hmm. a little short, but like I don't know. <laughs> but I just still, love Emily, so go I Emily. love her. Same. What was the line Mama J's brother said? Like freshly divorced, two little kids, and you needed a hero, so you became one. Yeah, Ugh, I know. Cry count two for me. Two so for far. <laughs> winning the cry count. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the episode. Dang. Yeah. 
Wait, yeah. okay. I'm just gonna pull you guys right now. Who's your winner pick of this? We have seven left. Who would you, if you could pick right now, who would you want to win? I want Emily to win. Emily, I okay. don't think she will. I, I want think her to. Mama J or Emily would be amazing wins for me. I wouldn't mind D. I wouldn't mind any of the girls right now. I don't think Katura has the votes. I don't know that she mm-hmm. would ever win. So it would have to be Emily D or Mama J. And I think that the three of them played a played good a good game. I don't feel like emotionally connected to D like I do Mama J and Emily, but yeah. I I don't want any of the boys to win. None of the boys. No. I used to want Drew. I'd be okay with Jake winning. Oh, that but would be I don't. Crazy. <laughs> it would be insane if he yeah. made it that far. I didn't even think but that was an option. Hanging on by the skin of his teeth. And the fact that they didn't take one of the Rebas out means he doesn't have a chance. But he made it so much longer than he should have already. Sure. And so I think if he was able to pull off a couple more, he'd. Be able to coast story. into the finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Emily's who I would want. I still think Drew is getting a really strong edit. Yeah. Um. So I it's would not, not be surprised it. if it shakes that way. I just don't like that no one is even realizing how big of a threat Austin and Drew are. I know. These names have yeah. been thrown out. Mama J's name's been thrown out now. But not ever Austin and Drew. They could have... Those mm. four non-Rebas could have got any of those boys out. No one was playing an idol. And... They did split a 3-1 Bruce to that. So if the four of those people just voted for anybody else. Yeah. The only well, Jake reason tried I with Drew and that had the mobster conversation where Drew, which I kind Drew. of loved. I didn't love the conversation. I love that it happened because we'd never see somebody confronting someone like, why the hell yeah. did you do that? And yeah. Jake was just like, why me always? It's always me. So I don't care. Yeah. What, do I, like, what do I have to lose? And yeah. picking their teeth. Oh, the picks are so insane. <laughs> so Drew stupid. did not. He did. He was not quick on his. I mean, for as articulate as he's been as like our narrator mm-hmm. of the season, him in that moment being like, why me? Who? Like he had nothing else to say, <laughs> but like who, what, where, when, why? And Jake right. was like, OK, I will say Jake saying like, oh, hearing your name, not good for you. Like hearing your name sucks. What, what about me? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's funny because Jake started this episode literally one of the first lines being like, I'm, I have life in this game. I'm going to be a player. I'm not a pawn anymore. And then the whole episode, he's just the pawn. He's yeah. sobbing at the end. Like, I felt oh bad. at least he was in the know on this vote. He was in Correct. the know. Yeah. But when first he vote, was maybe. crying on the beach and Katura oh. came up and kind of comforted him. And then Bruce came up and was like, this is what they call the survivor wall. I was there four days ago. <laughs> Bruce, you're Wait, shooting yourself with a that too. I liked it, but it just, it took Bruce from somewhat likable to like, he's learned nothing. Here sure. he is. Like, I'm the guy. I've been through it all. Even though. You're right. Like, you know, I was there four days ago. You got yeah. this. You got to get Mm-mm. through. Like, no. Yeah, that's, Love you, that's but true. No. Bruce can't help but to like old man explain somebody exactly. like when i was in the, in the navy episode, when he was talking to jake originally saying like okay look at my hands look at my hands this person is it and i was like stop talking to people like that it pisses people it was pissing yeah. me off yeah in a decently good bruce episode and last episode because he was sad mm-hmm. bruce which i it, like i said more way more palatable when he's sad but totally. this episode when he was doing the hand things and he's always he's always there was a scene in an earlier episode when he's talking to Kelly, when he's just like, okay, stop, 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 stop. Like, listen, like kind of like, listen to me. And I'm like, 
let her speak, please. Uh, you don't you don't know mm-hmm. everything. You could you need to absorb. He doesn't do any strategizing at well, all. We don't have to talk no. about him any longer at all. It's true. This you is know, that true. is pretty good. Let's talk about how the jury is going to interact with him now because he's coming to Ponderosa. They all oh, hate boy. him. They were and rooting for him. He knows Kelly hates him. him. They were yeah, hooting and hollering. That's that's tough. It's tough. That's the Ponderosa episode I want to watch. Same. 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 Oh, give but me I that. Also just, I don't understand why they targeted him so hard. It's one thing if you're annoyed by someone and don't want to be on the beach with them, but he was never going to get people's votes. So why are you like, oh, we got to get Bruce out. We got to get Bruce out. Every single one of you hates him. So there is no way that if he makes it any further, he is a threat to your game. Whereas everyone else sitting next to you is. So why was he the guy that we're gunning for? It's yeah. just poor strategy. I yeah. do think Emily maybe made a case for herself in being the one to get him to not play his idol. Yes, because that's what everyone wanted. But is that what's best for her game? I don't think so. I mean, is it best for her game? She's straddling this strange space right now where she's hanging onto her alliance with Austin and Drew. She's making, she's being very truthful. She's being very honest. And she's, I don't want to call it confrontational, but she's like telling people when she hears, when she catches wind of something that's going to like shake up what everyone else thinks is happening. In the same token, though, she's saying like, I can't do this move that you're trying to ask me to do because I'm in a good spot right now. And I don't want to like, if I come back to this beach, she said it about trying to vote out Drew or D and trying to vote out Mama J. It's like, if this doesn't work and I come back to the beach, my entire, everything I've worked for is gone. So she's trying to like make a move that seems and feels big and like leaves enough of a ripple. Like it has some weight to it in this like Bruce, we've been trying (laughs) to get him out. We've been trying to get him out. We, Finally got him out with an idol in his pocket. Huge. Yeah. As a as a move, but also doesn't shake up her shit too much with the relationship she's established with the Reba players. True. But the Reba players are just going to steamroll her now. Yeah. Pagani. I, I think this was the turn... last chance. Well, do you watch any of the next week ons? I yeah, it did. Seemed... But all I took away was the weird flirting, which can we talk about that? Oh, for w- sure. Wait, which... Was that last week's this week on or this week? It's week's? every, they were like, bu- like laying on the beach, looking up in the dark and being like, this is everything I've ever wanted or something. Like it that. looks like next week is a big D Austin love fest. No. Oh, and I think you have last I, week's. I didn't no, there watch was, it again. Was, I only remember that the, there may be some espionage within Reba, like, yes. like some, yes. some mutiny. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I can't but think the, of words. The Austin D thing isn't sticking with me. I can't. Buy in? No, <laughs> no. We because like they're not Drew showing them talk better. about anything other than strategizing. They need but, to speak about right. feelings if there's feelings. But then they'll cut to his face at tribal, and he's lurking like that. Hey Arnold, like nose or mouth breather. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he's just staring at her, like smirking in such a creepy way. Anytime she says anything, so like he's clearly in love with her. I have yeah. not seen any of her being reciprocal but then kendra last episode was like i think they're gonna get married after this yeah, I love <laughs> that. well she's on her own planet over there she is. yeah she's she by the way Did, have you guys talked about this when i reread the bio when she sent the email today i was like 26 yeah what four years on kendra 
too. I love when somebody has their first Jerry appearance and it's like, oh my God, look at them looking different. And she looked the same. That's funny because I was like, she looks great. Oh, I, I thought even... she looked like she has the whole time. Yeah, I kind of think I don't. So too. I don't think she's a makeup gal and I don't no. think she's like doing herself up. So that's why. But yeah. it wasn't the same like, whoa, that I typically get with someone. But I will say this season we've been talking about at least live. Like, why are this? Why did all their hair look so good? I'm like, yeah. th- these people don't look disgusting, really. Emily's the only one that kind of looks disgusting because her yellow mock neck uh, is just full of <laughs> mustard. Yeah, it's why would dirty. They do that to her. She did it to herself. You did, know, but, but yellow is bad. But apparently they make them submit a couple different iterations. And if yeah. it doesn't fit the vibe of what they want you to be character wise, they make you keep sending stuff until something fits. Mm. Like, I love like, nerds. That yeah. One, yeah. That one passed. <laughs> Who was it a couple seasons ago that had that massive orange ostrich T-shirt? I don't know. That might have been 42 because I've never seen that. What was his name? It might have been forty two. That's it was a him mm-hmm. in this massive like tie dye shirt with an ostrich, a giant ostrich with bug eyes on it. Oh god, <laughs> that's gonna get old real quick. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. Um, okay, what do we do? We want to talk about the we haven't talked challenge? about the challenge. Um, at all. Yeah. yeah, let's let's go challenge. I mean, a could, yeah, that was oh. heartbreaking to watch. I felt really bad for her, and she just seemed so. So disappointed in herself. Usually, like there have been people in the past who are not strong swimmers and have issues with being in the water. And that's a storyline for them. This came out of left field for me. And I think for her, too. She seemed so surprised that she couldn't handle it. Yeah. And I just my heart broke for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also the fact that she apologized to everyone as she bowed out. And then maybe it was Mama J, one of the other girls. Maybe it was D. Somebody else said sorry as they felt. I'm like, why are you apologizing to everyone? They are pumped that you are giving up yeah which speaking of giving up i feel like bruce gave up at the end really kind of do he made a whole show of having like the double-edged sword of being the winner and how he doesn't necessarily love having the immunity necklace and he Mm kind of just seemed like he just shrugged and slid off at the end Hmm. that's an interesting one yeah we did say that. We said that last night. We were like, he has the idol. I feel like he was just like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. Like, he was probably really struggling. Oh, it we? wasn't just like a... It, it reminds me of the Parvati, and I always forget her name in Heroes oh, yeah. Villains, when they were doing the pole challenge, and the other girl, her like bestie girl, was like, girl, you're safe. I'm not. Let me win. Yeah. And Parvati was just like, okay. But no one else could hear their conversation, so that everyone was like, she just drop on <laughs> She's like, hop down. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce was not like that. No. It was very much like he was struggling and was probably like, I yeah. have the idol. And yet, but he did not play it, which is the craziest so thing stupid. that ever happened. I really have think you've seen this challenge. No, oh, I liked it. I, I looked tough. I liked it too. Yeah. The fact that they could use their heels to scoop back up, though, felt like cheating. When they went straight legged. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Oh, that's when they went true. But they kept doing it. Like, if you just yeah. do it longer and more frequently, like, yeah, like policing how many milliseconds your heel is on the board. Yeah, no, of course. Not. D almost mm-hmm. didn't make do the, the transition. transition. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was tricky. That was hard. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Jeff saying that it was like you're at a carnival eating a scone? Scone? <laughs> what the hell, Jeff? He's not been, he is not engaged with the man's reality never been to in- a carnival. No, he's not. He doesn't know. 
No. No thanks. For the reality show king, he doesn't know reality. No. That that is so true. Wild. Like popcorn, funnel Funnel cake. cake. A scone. He's going to like British carnivals. Also, why didn't production cut that? (laughs) They didn't need to have that secondary piece. They could have said, you're at a carnival cut. Yeah, and then Jake say, what kind of carnivals are you going to? Yeah. The fact that they kept in him saying, eating a scone. <laughs> are Jake's they all final well, edit. So I feel like he might not know how stupid that is. That's true. That's a good point. Really? And everyone's scared of him in the editing room and they don't tell him. They're like, yes, daddy. He's, he's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, daddy. He was not a monster in this episode. And honestly, no. I was kind of mad about it. It's funny that you say like. At my last job, I used to say when we would like go out to dinners and stuff with like for um just like team things, I'd say like, oh, my ideal, like someone was like, you never look the waiters in the eye. And I, I was like, my ideal service is like they're just floating in and out and they're like right. pretty uh, not like I'm here to enjoy your company. Like I don't need to be like the wait with the worst is when a waiter sits down and is like, I know that you about doing? you. Yes, you do know that about me. I feel like this is Jeff. This is who Jeff should be. He is the waiter. He is like escorting us from the, the mm. lobby to the next challenge to tribal council. And I don't need him to be a, his own character in this story. Fair. Um, You're like young children are seen, not heard. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, take a seat, please. The, the adults are speaking here. That's how I feel about Jeff. Okay. And- Okay. All right. So Austin wins immunity. Fine. Now that Bruce is out, I feel like winning immunity is anyone's game. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. has a more athletic, like truly, I feel like all of these people are pretty even. There may be some like weaker ones where Emily was out pretty early, but if it's like a general challenge, anyone, it's anyone's game. Really? Mm-hmm. It's Austin and Drew aren't like super strong people. Neither is Jake. So we don't have the like boy girl problem where there's like a massive meathead winning all the challenges because they're so strong which i've seen before in different challenges so that's fine let's just talk strategy let's talk what they did in the end the tribal the final vote emily kind of telling everybody everything and pioneering this vote i really drunken me was like we're getting mama jay out this is kind of sad but also sick and then all of a sudden emily's like but we're getting bruce out the talking head and i was like wait (laughs) what yeah but didn't you love that didn't you love that she was an orchestrating like the whole? I yes. do, and I think it's something to talk about in final tribal for her if she makes it. But yeah, wh- but it would have been just it would have been a bigger thing for her to say I orchestrated the takedown of Mama J. But then I where does that leave her with whole, Drew? It leaves it doesn't leave her in a good spot with Drew. But she's no. got other allies. I think it flips the whole game, so Reba is not in control anymore. Yeah, and then things could have gotten crazy. You've got Jake. You've got theoretically Bruce. Like you have people who are now ready and willing to work together as their own little pod to take down the Rebas who mm-hmm. think they're coasting to the end. And right now they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Emily does not fare well in in chaos, though. I think, True. and yes. maybe they've been saying this too, but like predictability is is wanted in, to some degree, right? Like, you know how people are going to vote. Like people say like, oh, so-and-so is a wild card. Get rid of them. Like you want predictability to some extent. So I kind of do see why, yes, it would have been a, it would have been a bigger move and like more exciting for us if she had rocked up the Reba four 
but she had been saying too, like, this isn't, that's not, I'm in a good place. This doesn't leave me in a, like, that's not going to better my game when we get back to the beach after tribal. And I feel like this was just an equally big move that is going to be respected and like appreciated by the people, but rather than being burned. People hate Bruce. So her saying, I'm the one who got Bruce out with an idol in his pocket will for this 45 group, holds more weight than it would to us. But there is something about Emily calling Bruce out first day, first second of the show, calling his ass out and then gaining his trust enough to make him not play the idol is phenomenal. I just think that Bruce is going to be out at some point anyway. So no one's voting for Bruce. We've already talked about this. So, I I mean, it's fine. I I think it's a good move for Emily. She No one is mad at her. And they got right. a player out. They want it out. So I, I think I'm fine with it. And I think next episode, r- there's going to be an internal shr- struggle within Reba. I think the thing is like Drew wants to get Mama J out or something. Maybe yeah. D. Maybe D. I think they I were saying know. Julie. Okay. Yeah. So, and I think Mama J is going to be like, okay, fuck off and go with the other crew. I think at that point, as long as it's not getting D out, I think Mama J will turn on Austin or Drew. I don't think they can care about that do you think that scene of them on the beach was the foreshadowing then with them crying oh. being like we have to turn on each other at some point yeah yeah i do think yeah that. that when mama jay said was it this episode or last about how she will never turn on d last and to yeah. say you gotta yes you gotta. At some point. can't because take you know the two of you have the same game yes. this right. is the classic survivor struggle You can't bring your closest ally because you cannot differentiate yourself. And so you're either going to split votes or you're going to end up having to backstab or get backstabbed. You can't trust these people. Yep. That was cute when they were in the sanctuary when they said, like, it doesn't feel like a game. I think Emily said it. Mm -hmm. I know I'm playing a game, but it doesn't feel like a game. Seeing that, like, emotional side of everyone Mm -hmm. is very sweet. Uh, So I guess this crew seems to be much more camaraderie focused than a lot of seasons like there isn't totally a lot of people care about each other and mm-hmm. they're making it known that they care about each other oh they yeah won't stop talking about how much they care about each other i think that took a bit though yes yeah but you don't see this in every season yeah i mean reba and emily care about it. there's there's caring in there jake i don't mm. know bruce no Katora, not until this episode because she's one of the girls now. So the Reba crew and but I I still don't know if I'm buying it as much. They're saying it, but am I buying what they're selling? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Fair. Anything else in your notes on for this episode before we get into our token chains discussion (laughs) discussion? Oh, please. Um, Yeah. Oh, Emily's a lefty. I didn't. That's a note I took. They showed her pick up her pen to write her vote. And I clocked her as a lefty, which adds to her allure for me. Oh, there's she something is. different and interesting and mysterious about her. Mm-hmm. And I really want her to succeed. More presidents are lefties than wow. any other. Yeah. Whoa, that's you're misquoting this stat, but it's a you are more likely it. to be president if you're a lefty than if you're a righty. Okay. I believe well, it. So I'm only for president. That's my final note. What else do I have? My final note is when they were in the reward challenge and they, er, yeah, reward challenge and they were doing the 
maze with the ball and everyone was just doing like crazy things with their arms. <laughs> Jake was like not even close to being having any sort of sweetness to this challenge. He was just no. like drumming. He was doing huge bongo <laughs> drums instead of fucking the man has it's just no like, brute force. Yeah. It's exactly. just like let me come at this with muscle. Multiple people, all the boys. None of none of the yeah. boys had it. You Austin were you maybe. you were calling them no strings attached. Yeah, I was the end sync. Yeah. Jake is borderline cheating in so many challenges. Like he kept bending his arm in the one that oh, Jeff yeah. kept calling him out on. Was it last week they had to do the balance beam thing and he was kind of holding it like to his chest, like instead of out in front of him. And then this one, it wasn't cheating. It was just silly. Was, silly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The man, he's not good with the fine motor skills. No, no. His feet are disgusting as well. <laughs> the feet, enough feet. The feet Too were feet. so bad. I will say, I was looking at crotches, not feet. I couldn't help it. The way they were shooting, it was <laughs> like their, their heels were You're touching sick. their crotch, and it was all yeah. one shot. Eye <laughs> level to the crotch. I couldn't help it. Sorry. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a carrot dangled in front of you. Um, I don't have any other notes other than I feel like my fixation for across the season is dogs what? Hmm? dogs <laughs> like totally the animal dogs the animal okay go on dogs and specifically jake and dogs because oh, okay. we're talking yeah. dog pile vote at the okay. beginning of this episode at one point no last episode jake goes like i'm just being like a, a dog to yeah. these guys mm-hmm. like well puppy like i you know what can i do what can i get you blah 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 he calls himself at the top of this episode a dead dog. Mm. And then Drew and Austin call him a puppy dog. Okay. So, you know what? Fans, write in if you think there's a dog conspiracy theory going on. Something's up here to me. Conspiracy. I yeah. don't know what my fixation is. I I guess I'll just pick the boys camp. Boys. That's it. it. I mean, it was amazing. phenomenal. I would rewatch that scene anytime. They're disgusting. I would rather die than be on that camp, but that but it was hilarious <laughs> to watch. Is this he hasn't so farted in 18 days. Yeah. Oh my god, that's my nightmare. I hate And then was it Bruce that just ripped one right after yeah. he said it? Or and he could not give two poops about that. Ew, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. I hate that. Just say shit, man. Just say it. My Um, fixation, we already talked about, was Emily holding the goblet in her talking head. Just like queen of the world. It was a beautiful shot. Because, you know, she was like, can I bring this? Can I bring this back? Oh, totally. Yeah. Also, I couldn't tell if it was sangria or wine because she was saying sangria at some point. But then later, Katura was like, I'm going to have I'm going to finish this wine. Probably yeah. sangria. I don't know. If someone was being more specific, I feel like sangria is wine, but wine is not sangria. So if someone said sangria, it's probably sangria. Yeah. Good point. It's the box in a rectangle of it all. You know, Whoa. <laughs> Margaret, if you if we were in the era where they brought in a loved one to not oh, just yeah. see you, but like help you compete in a challenge who would you bring it's my friend matt he was my reconnection to the game he was on my volleyball team he was part of this crew that brought me back and he would be i made i to be fair i made a pact with him long ago that he would be my person and when i hosted my own survivor he was one of my strong alliances pre the game as was my friend steve 
that was my fatal flaw. Mm. I I was hoping the three of us would be in it together. They were against each other. I owe it to him. He okay. brought me back into the fold and it's Matt. What would James, your husband, say? James? <laughs> he can't James? hear me. Um, I think he James. <laughs> I think he would not love that, but that's, you got to do what you got to do. It's yeah. a game of loyalty, of strategy. Of mm-hmm. like, it, James wouldn't be a good strategic motivator for me. It mm. would just be like, oh, I really? love you so much. Oh. Matt would come in and be like, tell me everything. Here's what you got to do. Ooh, like you want him as like a phone, not like some people look at it as like, okay, I want, I want like love and like I miss home, but you're like, I, I'm phoning a friend. Mm-hmm. Here's where, I'm here's, here's the play. Here's what the beach looks like today. What are my moves? And it's also, if I were to be the one of our crew of people who have applied, I haven't applied, but if I were to apply and get on, I owe it to the guys who applied every season oh, yeah, to say, okay. Come, Come to on get on here. Have Jeff. your moment. Meet Jeff. Yeah. yeah, sure. Like, I'm not winning. I know I'm not winning. I, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I am mm-hmm. first on the jury. Mm-hmm. So I might it's as well. It's not a bad spot. Yeah. It's a great spot. It it's is. an amazing month-long vacation in Fiji. Yeah. Love it. Give me as much of the free food and booze on the tail end if I'm not getting a million dollars, which I'm not, then I want as much time at Ponderosa as I can. So this is all to say, huh. I am bringing, I'm repaying the favor for the person who brought me back in and cares the most about the game. James, I, I think he'd be okay. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Matt, if you're listening, we love you. I'd bring my dad. <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. You guys would be like, Don't let's have a Alex. catch. Alex, if you're listening to this, stop. Stop right now. <laughs> um... Would, would you bring Marnie? Be, <laughs> bring Marnie. Oh my God. She would be so scared. Speaking I would have be dogs. Tie between. <laughs> yeah. She would unlock the dog conspiracy. She's like yeah. she'd show up on the island and like a pack of dogs, like a thousand dogs would show up. All the contestants would turn dogs. <laughs> the Jake, did also, Jake did also say there was a full moon. So I don't know. Okay. I think he might be a werewolf. <laughs> That's my new bit. Tinfoil hat. <laughs> right okay. Um, I would be between my sister and Peter, my husband, Marcus. Oh, brother. yeah. How could you not bring Caroline? I feel like it has to be Caroline. Well, yeah. But I'm going to call you, Jewel, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's between my dad and you and Alex. but And there. me. Why would yeah, neither of you bring me? Oh God! Well, you're not bringing. We're not even four, five, six, or seven. No, you're not. Love, love you both so much. You're not. (laughs) Damn it, Caroline would be like. I think she would help me from like a phone a friend strategic standpoint. But if we're going and we're in the challenge, like Peter's going to be doing. Like true. Sometimes they make you compete with your person. That wasn't always the case. And he would also like eat the weirds. Like he would be like, "Off, eat the weird." So true. Yeah. They don't do eating stuff anymore. They should. No. They should. Uh, no. Okay. So this all kind of brings me because you've also been talking a lot about Fiji. And I would love to just pause to um, speak about Survivor Token Genes because I crushed the entire season in a pa- in the past week. I-, I have like two or three episodes left. But one of the things, and I have kind of a list of things that I'm like, bring this back. Why aren't we doing this? I love this mm. so much. And here they are. One, I love seeing seasons in different places 
I understand mm-hmm. yes. from a financial standpoint, like they own this island in Fiji, like or whatever. They're gonna just keep. They're just gonna keep doing it at Fiji. But I'm getting kind of bored of Fiji. Yeah, same. Is that okay? And that is, is that okay? totally Very okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching them go around in token jeans, and I'm loving getting to explore like their little fishing hole and like their exile island and like their sand dunes and the, their tree mail is in like this different spot. I just it's giving me satisfying more wanderlust than the Fiji seasons have been because I'm now just like oh they're just like on a set it feels like uh, okay yeah I feel that right and token chains it's like okay they drop you in the middle of all these bushes and they're like four hour walk get to go <laughs> it's crazy yeah. There's way more of like I'll keep bringing up Pearl Islands was excellent how they made them the twist was like go barter for shit in a different language that you don't know go barter like Sandra <laughs> yeah. was like fucking crushing it but it's just cool that there's like a twist in the beginning that Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. like they say in token jeans this isn't a spoiler alert this is like the first 20 minutes Mm -hmm. like some get to walk some don't and it's like the people that walked already have a bond they're like we just suffered for four hours straight the other people fly in a helicopter yeah yeah exactly so yeah i agree with that the other thing is the loved ones i i cried i full on i welled up during this emily episode after a couple drinks I full on sober cried at the loved ones episode in Token Jeans. Mm. Yeah, I just, always. I mean, it's just so, it's so powerful. It's so cool. And then it's also like so kind of funny because you're seeing people like, I mean, we've watched, is it Gen X? No, not Gen X Millennials. David Goliath, like Dr. Christian Hubicki bringing his girlfriend and them like not touching. It's oh, just like, I just love great. seeing that. I just love seeing yes. the people like who they pick and how they're interacting with them. It's just so funny. Like Margaret, if you were to bring Matt on this, on your loved ones, we'd be like, <laughs> who are they to one another? Like, what is this? Yeah, exactly. It is you know? really funny to see because you get a glimpse of someone you create a person in your brain and like what their world is outside of this and what you stereotype them in all these different ways. And then when somebody from the outside comes in, it just, confirms what you thought or it gives you this whole different whoa 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 like that wife is a nerd you must be a nerd but you look <laughs> like a hunk compared to the other guys here like sure, this sure. is throwing everything yeah i do the, love like, that goggles and are I, lifted did it just stop in covid i can't remember when it we did. stopped bringing them so, yeah they've got to bring them back soon it's such a huge piece well i don't know because the other thing too was like i think again financially it, they had to fly everybody out and they had to be there for a while because there were like people whose families got flown out to wherever the location was, but then their their person mm-hmm. got dropped before yeah. the before the loved ones episode, so they were just they like, used to there. have some Ponderosa reunions there. Ponderosa <laughs> needs to come back. Yeah, at a petition. We have ninety minutes. Just do a ten minute thing of the people who got voted out. That'd be excellent. Just p- they're pissed off. It's raw. That's good TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't just include that in the damn Or episode. do it as like, a, didn't they do it as an online thing? Like It was. It was just a yeah. YouTube series. And I watched it as soon as the episode was over. It was yeah. so great. It was a 10 minute. Watch them go to the island. Watch them see everyone, eat their first meal, mm-hmm. have their little breakdown, get some inside scoop on what happened that they weren't aware of. And yeah. then you see them the next morning and they have this peaceful, like, here I am in paradise and everything's amazing and I love this game. Mm, it was yeah, great. except for Kelly. She would not be. No, Kelly was not. She would not be. 
Um, yeah. So I, I will say, like, I was really hyped to to tell you guys everything about Token Chains because I am adoring it. It's so fun. It's bringing me back to a place where nobody got worried about cancel culture and they just said shit and they yeah. just did mm-hmm. not give two poops about it um (laughs) sorry i'm so sorry enjoyed this week's episode of survivor 45 so much that i am going to just say like you know i was very hard on it last week i've been pretty hard on it throughout the season i said that i was i know i said i was not having fun so that's why i turned to token jeans and i was having a blast but this week i had a blast thank you agreed survivor yeah Agreed. this was a great episode margaret any parting thoughts thank you for coming we will have you back again oh my god you were great you were fabulous to be back. this is your thank podcast you. debut it is no that's a lie but i can't tell you what i was on already it's so tell us in the after show will do parting thoughts i think to julia's point this is a very exciting way for the season to play out where I would much rather be disappointed for a while and then it start to pay off as we get later on than a season where things are fun and exciting. And then we have like an alligator finale that was just like, what? What What did we just do all this for? So we'll see how it finishes. I hope it ends well. I feel like the people we have left, there are a lot of good ways this could go in terms of quality television. Um, And so I'm... I'm optimistic is how I'm leaving this week. I love that. Me too. Thanks. That's my final. Wor- her words are my words. Her words Co-sign. are my words. Cosine, triple sign, howl at the moon. More hots next season. That's all we'll more say. Hots. More hots. I'll take more hots. Okay. That'd be nice. um, that's the episode. Margaret, thanks for joining. Julia, as oh God, for, thank you, you for having always me. a pleasure. Um, yeah. Follow us at Binge on TV. You'll never miss an episode. We've got tons of things going on. So, um we'll be back next week for episode 11 there's only 13 episodes of this damn season so uh, seven people left you know episode 13 usually like they knock out multiple people mm-hmm. at a time so i guess we'll get to three that doesn't actually make sense wait no, seven, we'll, to five. we'll go to six to five to four to three okay that does make sense all right five cool. is the finale yes oh yeah so we will be back love y'all we are been shown tv and thanks for listening You're listening to the Geekscape Network.